One, two, three, four, five. Okay, I am. I am recording. I'm also recording. I I think we should do this more often because recording is actually an important part of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Confused Goat. I mean, does it not feel at the moment just with the 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 world is and it is a glorious summer's day here. Don't get me wrong; like it is fabulously idyllic and beautiful in rural Wales. But <laughs> everything feels like it's fucked at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> from politics to environment to energy to food production to transport. Here, it's criminal. Like the laws are backed up. You can't get a passport for two years if you've got any kind of illness. There's no way you can get seen on the NHS. You've got a two or three year wait. You know, you can't get anywhere because you can't afford travel. You can't grow anything because there's no fertiliser coming out of Russia. You're worried about food prices because of the war in Ukraine and they can't get the wheat out of the, you know, the ports are blocked. Arsenal aren't in the top four. <laughs> yeah. We came fifth. fifth unbelievably. Yeah. Collapsed. At, well, not unbelievably. Believably, we inevitably collapsed at the end. And But worse than that, Spurs then came fourth. <laughs> so Spurs took the uh, European Big Cup spot and we're relegated to the Europa League, which is semi-disastrous. Football, it never ends, does it? It never ends, you just keep going. So there's always next season. <laughs> yeah. It's just sport anyway, isn't it? Uh, politically, everything's fucked. Uh, Boris Johnson's stumbling <laughs> forward with daggers in his back. You know, his, his own people don't want him. <laughs> Like the Labour Party is saying, Keir Starmer's like basically telling his own party not to tell people he's boring. He's fucked. What's going on with the Liberals? They're not making a sound. <laughs> the whole place of it. Like you think years ago, the old old people would just say everything was better before, but everything was better before. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just feels like everything is basically fucked. In my day. <laughs> In my day. But like, there does feel like there's a crunch here after post pandemic. Post Brexit, we like we've shot ourselves doubly in the foot. Do you know what I mean? The, the, not even only the foot, but the, now the leg is gangrenous. There's not enough people to work here. We haven't got enough people. There's no people. Wages are not going up. They're stagnant. Stagflation is a thing. There you go. It's just like fuck. Yeah. It's all fuck here at the moment. And now, don't get me wrong. It's a gorgeous, beautiful day here, but it does feel a bit fucky at the moment. How are you? I was going to say what's on your bleach sheet, but I don't there know. You go. <laughs> Just edit that in. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. Drop the mic. That wasn't in the script. Uh, not that there is a script. Shall we do the news cruise? We navigate the listeners through the news. Through the news. We are the news. They are the news. We are the news. Should we talk about the economy? What's been happening? Have you been yeah, following it? Well, what's going on over with you guys? It's just in the toilet here, basically. Well, it just seems like everything's like all the shares are going down, all the cryptos going down. Crypto, yeah. All, like everything's just bottoming out. Yeah. Um, and there's kind of fear now, and then people are selling off and not buying, and all the tech stocks as well. Those have just Especially the startups and the specs, you know, we're going to change the world. I mean, they're all just 
Yeah, down, down. The only yeah. thing that's not collapsed yet is the housing market, which is still going up. Right. Over there, bizarre. yeah. It's going down over here. Is it? Yeah. It can't can't continue because it's just ludicrous over here. Because it can't continue, man. It's just going to... I think next year it's going <laughs> to... This is a po- comedy podcast. It's going to crash. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be... It's going to get nasty. Because everything is fucked. <laughs> is, um, but what's Boris been up to? Well, Boris... Bonking Boris. Survived a vote of no confidence. But 149 of his own people said... No, you should fucking get off the pot, mate, because you. He said he cons- I consider that the end of the matter. So he's staggering on now, like as as a sort of lame duck prime minister. But he's mm. also now trying to throw what they say in red meat policies in, which are basically to the hard right of his party. So do you remember the ERG, like a group within the Tory party that basically Jacob Rees Mogg. Yeah, Moggy and his lot. So he, he basically is a hard line right winger. And um, they've they've sort of come back to say, look, you need to get more right wing, and we'll support you through this turbulence, and you know, prop you yeah. up basically. So this Rwanda, this terrible Rwandan policy, is essentially to take um, asylum-seeking migrants who make their way across small boats um, to take them into custody, and then essentially ship them to Rwanda. So the first flight was supposed to go out this morning. But the mm. European High Court eventually blocked it at the 11th hour, so it didn't go. But um, it's basically a policy to put separate sort of distance between the the, the um, Tories and the rest of reasonably thinking political cl- you know classes and parties. Uh, because mm. the hard right love it, it ship them to Rwanda. But everyone else thinks it's a disgrace, including all the bishops that sit in the House of Lords, um, all of the European... Uh, nation states and prince charles even charlie who's not supposed to say anything it is appalling mm. um so that well, he loves saying something doesn't he he can't stop himself can he it's going to be totally mm. different all change when charlie takes on oh him, yeah the, the, the crowd. no more paddington god no fuck off paddington <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> king charles not gonna work <laughs> on, on charlie but yeah, so there's that basically. But it's an absolute shit show here in terms of leadership. The Tory party are just lame and just almost dead on their feet. They're mired in sleaze party gate. They they can't. They couldn't run a fucking piss up in a bureau. Bureau a piss up in a bureau. bureau. They wouldn't be able to give you any small change. They wouldn't get any foreign currency. Get through. your crypto here in the bureau. They're a disaster. They really are. The defence of Boris Johnson here is that well, he gets the big calls right, like Brexit. What you? I got Brexit right. Are you kidding me? It's built on a lie. Gets the, gets the big calls right, like COVID, like Brexit. Yeah. Wait a minute, Rwanda. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know. This is what he said. This um, is what Dominic Raab has been saying. He gets the big calls right, Brexit and COVID. Hang on. Cummings. This is the guy who went round shaking hands with COVID victims, then got it and nearly died. He got the big <laughs> calls right. Are you kidding me? So no. Uh, this buffoon is still blundering forward and he just constantly tours the country driving tractors it appears to me I, I, just to do any hall. just yeah, going to Toad Hall the road. he was up the road <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> he's a joker talk about bleat sheet you could bleat about him every week it just gets worse and worse he can't even speak just nothing comes out the man is a buffoon he is the worst Prime Minister we have ever had by far mm. 
bar none. But he's he's really seems really determined to cling to power. And yeah, he'll do anything to stay in power because he thinks mm. it's his divine right. Because he's always wanted to be, you know, as a young child, he said he wanted to be the king of the world. Well, this is as close as he'll get, you know. But fucking hell, he's he is an absolute joke. A joke here. Have you been following the Trump uh, investigation into the uh, insurrection? Trump dump. I, I see that they're saying they're quite confident that they can indi- uh, 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 indict him. Yeah, yeah. Finally guilty of something, yeah. So they even hired a, a TV producer to sort of produce this... Uh, investigation it's live i think on american tv but um trump obviously is just raging on his own which hand truth social your truth so has he has he released any truths <laughs> yeah a lot of truths so uh, hopefully they could land, <laughs> land, land a blow they've they've charged rudy giuliani again for uh, just spreading more basically on on truths about the uh, the steel uh, the the the, the idea that he was... I saw William Barr la- yeah. sort of laughing about how he was out of touch with reality and yeah. how um, he just w- didn't seem interested in discussing facts, like when no. William Barr was trying to say how th- this is ridiculous, you know, you can't keep on like this. He yeah. just was really chasing the alternative reality of it was stolen. Yeah. So whether he convinces himself or... but yeah. So I mean, hopefully by the end of it, some people will be convinced that it was it wasn't rigged, and that essentially Trump did know that the insurrection was planned. And it's still, like sixty percent of Republicans think it was rigged, right? Well, do they, or do they just say they think it was rigged because they're trying to follow toe the line because Trump's the boss? I mean, yeah, you know, if they say, "Oh no, actually," because I mean, a few of them were like, "It was a dis- an absolute disgrace. We can't have this again. It's terrible." And now they're like, "Oh, I misspoke. I misspoke. It was actually rigged." And blah blah. So, this guy's a fucking idiot. I misspoke. He's he's really. I like him a lot. I just think he will run again, and he might get in. I'm really concerned mm. about that. But there we are. I mean, Biden's mm. not going to run again, is he? I can't see it. Maybe we need to get a new horse, yeah. a new donkey. Yeah, yeah. That's for right. the Dems. This week has been a week. Now we call me to bleat. This week has been a bleaty week. This is the weekly bleat. Anything on your bleat sheet, Neil, this week? What's on yours? Well, I'll tell you what's on mine. The Isle of Man TT. <laughs> really? Why? Five people died this year. Did they? No Yeah. Way. And there's been 255 people die since, since it began in 19... 19- I think it's 1907. It averages out about just over two a, a year. Are the deaths the riders or are they like the crowd or what? I'm not sure. There could be a few spectators. You know, it's street racing and it's sort of small yeah. cobbled streets with hard brick walls and tight yeah. turns. And it's amazing to watch. I mean, it just is an, an incredible thing. But yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of like, do you, if you stop that, you're going to be like, oh, just stop it. Cancel culture. But like... Yeah. I don't know, man. It feels too much. Like five people, including a father and a son. But presumably they know the dangers because of the historic... Yeah, I guess that's it, isn't it? I mean, they're doing it. They know the dangers going in. Yeah, they do. But like, I don't know. It's it's crazy, yeah. Also, that I did not know that. Like, I didn't make the... That's not big news here. Mm. 
Do you follow the motor? Is it called motor? No, I follow the racing. Formula One a little bit, but not not really the um, motorbikes so much. But it just it cropped up sort of in yeah. the news, and um, yeah, and it just got me thinking about. And then I looked into Isle of Man, and um, yeah, it's quite quite oh, a brutal, got yeah, a really brutal history. Yeah, crikey. All right, so this is a new section because we've got the bleach sheet, which is like all the bad news. So we kind of need to have some good news. So this is called the giddy goat. So what's what's making you giddy this week? Um, so my giddy goat this week is um I don't know if you saw any of the jubilee. Mm. Much coverage over there. Yeah, we 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 watched a bit. Yeah, for sure. Now, the bit that I just thought was so brilliant, and it could have been awful, but as we know, as we're both in the creative industries, the Paddington skit with the Queen at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Sketch. It was so touching. Uh, it was so surprising. It was so brilliantly pulled off. that, um, that Mum really my... liked it. My mum talked about that a lot, actually. It actually, I actually teared up at the, at, the, at the end bit. She's not going to be around very long. And that's no, basically exactly, kind of yeah. what it was saying almost. It was kind of ben, a goodbye. It really was. Like an, uh, Ben Wishel's voice was just so tender and brilliantly pitched. Like as Paddington, he just said, um, thank you, Mom, for everything. It was just, just amazing, I thought. It, it brilliantly done. It could have been horrendously commercially awful, but it wasn't. Yeah. They uh, so got it totally right. Yeah, yeah no, they did. Actually... I would, I'm not sure "giddy's" the word, but I was just—it was—it was, grabbed me emotionally, and I, I was very surprised by it because I, I'm normally a bit of a cynical git, especially when it comes to the royals. But yeah, yeah, the poignancy and the tenderness, and the there's really something—it's really something special, isn't it? If you get it right, the danger is that you overplay it and get it horribly cheesy. Exactly, yeah. But just—they just pitched it perfectly. I thought. Yeah. I mean, just even when they cut to the reverse shot and it was actually the Queen there, sat Queen, there in a, yeah. a close-up, which you never see of her. You know, she's never yeah. interviewed. So it was almost like, oh my God, we're that close to the Queen. You know, yeah, I know, you never, see, right. you never see her in that like, framing. She literally had star quality at that moment, you know. like It couldn't have been like anyone else, like, you know, any famous person of that Tom level. Cruise, maybe Tom Cruise. You've seen them perform a million times, but not the Queen. It was no. amazing. It was fantastic. <laughs> Don't you hate it when like creative people do really good ads and it's for like there's this cat this famous one over here this like Cat Stevens song you know Father and Son um it's not time to make a change yeah yeah it goes through this young kid's life you're still young yeah, yeah. slowly he's growing up and he's getting older he's becoming a teenager when I do he turn away in his no, it doesn't actually go into that bit, but it just <laughs> but it just goes through their life, and they're getting older. Uh, the boy, young boy's getting older and older, and then he gets married himself and has his own kids, and now the dad's a granddad, and it keeps going, and then the dad, of course, ends up dying, and then it says, "Keep in touch, telecom calls ninety nine cents per minute." It's going to land rates, maybe. Like, oh, you fucking cunts! <laughs> like you, you're tearing up. It's yeah, the worst. Toru, fuck. So New Zealand news this week. Um, actually, before I get into that, there's one little New Zealand correction I need to make. Proper crisps. You know how I said proper proper chips? They're actually called Proper Crisps, the New Zealand company. Oh. So they have right. actually named them crisps, even though we say the chips. British, the British way. 
Yeah, they have got it right. So, um, in New Zealand news this week, the New Zealand uh, football team, not the rugby team, the All Blacks, the All Whites, our, our soccer team, we I did not know they were called the All Whites. Yeah, I know it's, but do they, um, do they play in pointy hoods? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, they play, today. They played Costa Rica for the last place in the World Cup. Oh yeah. Um, uh, knockout for the Intercontinental because we won the Oceania and uh, Costa Rica came fifth in the South American. So yeah. we played each other for a place and we lost 1-0. Oh no, what a shame. We had 77%, I think it was, of position. We had like way more shots on goal and we actually played really well and people are like saying, wow, New Zealand now can actually play, but we lost. Oh, what a shame. Mm. Also, we lost the cricket this morning as well. And to make it worse, our former captain, Brendan McCullum, is your coach. And your captain, Ben Stokes, is a Kiwi. Is he really? (laughs) Well, he was born in New Zealand. Oh, no. Yeah, so we're like... So it's basically New Zealand B. It's a gloomy sporting morning then. It was a pretty gloomy way to wake up, yeah. But and also the Australians qualified for the World Cup, so that just they did. I saw that just to like rub salt in the wound. (laughs) Yeah, and the Welsh, the Welsh are there. After I, like the Welsh look really 50, good. I mean, the Welsh knocked out Ukraine, didn't they? Sadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With a Gareth Bale free kick, yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah, that's exciting for the Welsh uh, this Christmas, though. Weirdly, that the um, the World Cup's going to be at Christmas in Guitar. Is it Christmas? Are they holding it off till Christmas? Well, it's because it's in Qatar. It's so ridiculous. So so hot. Gonna be a weird so it'll be your summer, so it'll be nice for you guys. Be great for us. I saw uh, Maverick. Really? The, yeah. the the um Mel Gibson uh Western from nineteen ninety four. No. Oh you mean Top Gun Maverick, got Top it. Top Gun yeah, yeah. Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a little bit behind the curve there. What with our disco and ram raids. Yeah, yeah. I saw it with, with my wife and it was um yeah, it was good. It was cheesy and good. Did you want to go fight? Or was it slightly more... You know what? I was like, they should have just had more... They should have just had the story from this one with, like, the fight, the, the dog fighting and the training and got rid of all the love stuff and the, like, goose tie-in sun stuff. Just, like, have the mission because it was fucking good. Like, just What's have that, the plane yeah. fights. The like, mission it didn't was need all really the... good, yeah. Yeah, the actual it was that was all I was really into that, and then yeah. like it kind of didn't need all the all the Tides. ode to the eighty stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. apparently the opening bit is virtually shot for shot of the original movie, is it? Of the original, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah and it was oh. really noticeable that it's not CGI, and I really liked. There's just something really nice about being able to re- you can relate to planes dogfighting in the sky, but you yeah. know you can't relate to interstellar alien fights no, as no, much. Exactly. You know, it's. Well, you just it's can't nice. really relate to CGI because you know deep down it's not real. It's just a cartoon. It's not real. Yeah, yeah this felt very real. It looked oh, real. Right, cool, it felt yeah. real. I think that's yeah. why his Cruise's movies do well now. Like he basically just does the franchise stuff, doesn't he? But it's him doing stuff, literally yeah. chucking himself out of like planes and doing crazy batshit stuff for a man of his ten. Like quite old now, isn't he? He's like pushing He's sixty. Is he pushing sixty? Yeah, yeah. Did he? Did he? How does he look with the G force? On his little face. Yeah, you wouldn't want to film someone under the G-Force eyes bulging out. Yeah, not really, no. 
He was he was hitting Mac ten. Did you see that thing this week that Simon Pegg was interviewed about? Um, and he was asked about Tom Cruise because he obviously does a lot quite, quite a lot of movies with him. And he said one thing Tom Cruise has taught me is um, never ever to apologise if you get caught on something and it was obviously you were wrong. Never ever say you're wrong. I'm sorry, I was wrong. I got that wrong. It, it was a strange thing to say. He goes, Cruise never apologises and never ever says he was wrong. So I've learned that from him. And then. Apparently, Twitter went mad and went, oh, this is slightly a bit of a reveal of Tom Cruise's real character. Um, and so whether the Cruise people got in touch with him at that point, but then he went back on uh, Peg to say, oh, I was only joking. I was only joking. Don't you guys know a joke when you see one? So it was a bit, all a bit weird. I heard Simon Pig talking about Tom Cruise on um, uh, Scroobius Pip's podcast, and he was saying he is just mad. And like when he was filming Mission Impossible with him, he would like hug him when he was going up to do something and he'd be like genuinely thinking this might be the last time I, I see him because I know how crazy right. this next stunt is like really and but yeah but Tom's just a bit crazy yeah he's so Scientologistically confident isn't he yeah <laughs> just does it so I was going to talk to you about this week our insects section oh yes <laughs> Cue the jingle. Is there a jingle? No, I don't know how much legs uh, this has got. Excuse the pun. Six legs. So this week, the giraffe weevil. Okay, I've never heard of that. Now, these are amazing creatures. They're like a beetle with a massive proboscis, a massive snout. And they right. kind of look, kind of looks like the neck of a giraffe. They look really strange thing. They, they have these massive um, snouts and... Males that have snouts that are 30, centim- uh, 30 millimeters long or more tend to be able to um, attract females more than more okay. diminutive. Uh, they've got a big one. The snout is used um, almost entirely for battle. They mate many times with different partners. And the people who were studying them were, were looking into this and they assumed that the long-snouted males had an advantage and mated with more females. But what they actually found was that the, sh- the short-snouted <laughs> giraffe weevils, yeah. they copulated as much as the long-snouted. And they had sneaky ways of making sure that they copulated. They'd do things like, while two big-snouted uh, giraffe weevils were fighting, they'd just get in there and mate the female while the fighting right. was happening. Really sneaky. <laughs> or they'd hide under the female while the male, big male, was mating. But then while he got distracted by another male, they'd jump on and quickly <laughs> do the t- That's awful. <laughs> it really is quite awful. Sneaky little guys. The little guys were getting in there and, and copulating just as much. So they were really confused because they thought, well, what's the point of having this big, the big, these big snout. snouts? Because surely it's got an evolutionary advantage. But what they think is that the retaliatory copulation after the big snouted one realizes he's been fucked over by the little one he goes and retaliatorily copulates oh. and and that gives him a slight edge well, so he, there is he, actually he attacks the little guy with the big snout no he he just mates again oh he just does um, it again what's going on with the p- poor females they are literally just getting shagged relentlessly basically yeah how do you find the information out by the way what do you Google for that? <laughs> Let's have a bit of banter about a portmanteau. What about, have you got any portmanteaus? I, do you know, I haven't. I haven't got a one. 
Um, <laughs> I haven't got one either. I came across one and then forgot it. So no, <laughs> that's awful. Okay, we're running out. We've done them all. We have. Um, Breaststrom. I don't know if you've heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> Still the king. Flag of the week. So this week, Neil, a little controversial. The flag of Antarctica. It does have a flag. But Antarctica is not not a country, is it? No. Well, it's not a country. That's the thing. It's not actually the officially recognised flag, but it is the most used. Is the one that it looks like the Ethereum symbol? Yeah, yeah. I've just seen it. I've never ever seen that before. Do you want to describe the flag? Sure. So first of all, I'm deeply shocked that Antarctica's got a flag. Secondly, it's it's even more shocking that it looks like the Ethereum logo. <laughs> Antarctica's not a cryptocurrency, as far as I know. It probably is, actually. It probably is. So I might... Ice. Well, I'm not, ice is its little... Um, <laughs> ice. You know, yeah, there we go. Symbol. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much ice is worth. I don't know. But it's yeah. quite a cool flag. Like, it's got dark, dark blue at the top, and then it's pierced by a sort of... Looks like a, an iceberg diamond, and then below that, directly below that, is a blue sort of shadow, and then surrounded by white horizontally going through it. And it's quite good. Mm. It's very graphic. What do you think? Yeah, I like it. It's um, you've got the blue sky, the shadow's the same color as the blue sky, and the white is the ice, and then yeah, the iceberg is like a pyramid. But um, I quite like this one, and I think it's a good example of simple but impactful in a way that, you know, goats on a shield and little delicate flowers maybe aren't quite as... Maybe. Maybe. There's no there's no scythe on it. They should have just chucked a scythe in, no? If in doubt, put a scythe on there. No, and there's no flags on flags? No. No, no uh, machetes? No. Or double-headed oh, yeah. eagles? <laughs> it's not angry, that's for sure. It's they could have had angry. a double-headed penguin, couldn't they? Could have done something, but it's only been recently created, this flag, apparently. It, it, like, it would make quite a nice bedspread. Do you know what I mean? It's not it's <laughs> quite pleasant. It's quite a pleasant crypto slash yeah. bedspread. I like it. What'd you give it? Although I like it, it doesn't like, it doesn't get to me like the way the Albania no. flag does. There's no emotional kick. No, it's sort of, yeah, exactly that. It's somewhat emotionless and desolate, though probably Antarctica is quite desolate. Yeah. But I'm going to give it a 7.5. Cool. I think I'm going to match that. Oh, good. We're totally in agreement on the Antarctic flag, even though it's not a country flag. Is it coming home, Neil? Is it coming home? What, the World Cup? This year. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, they made a faux, they've made a faux pas in the Jubilee celebrations because somebody on stage said, um, you know, it might even come home. And with, I was thinking... That oh, was Charlie. Know. That was Charlie boy. It was Charlie. And do you know what? He mm. made a mistake there because the Scottish, the, you know, they don't want it to come home to England because they no. hate England. The Welsh, the Welsh don't want it to come home to England because they hate England. So that was a real, Ooh. real misstep. He should have thought, hang on, I shouldn't be saying that. You know. Yeah. And it was, Very really. good point. Yeah, because mm. the English are so arrogant that they think Britain is England and England mm. is Britain. But everyone else in Britain thinks, no, hang on, I'm Welsh. Hang on, I'm Scottish. They're not even yeah. sure they want to be in Britain or be British. Hang on, I'm New Zealander. What? Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. 
It's all a bit odd. But also, Sturgeon has launched another um, bid for independence yesterday. So that made did she? She did. She but what did. Did, didn't, did Boris just quash it, or what He's happened? He's constantly blocking it. But I think that it's got to gain momentum because essentially Scotland, Scotland wanted to be in Europe, and we yanked them out of it. It's got to be basically oh, England on its own, out of Europe at some point. Everyone else wow. in Europe. You know, it's just going to be, it's very odd. And also he's doing a weird thing with Northern Ireland where he's basically breaking international law in order to make uh, trade between um, the main. Oh, that's right. Change it, yeah. Easier. Um, but the island of Ireland are not happy about it. The Ireland of Ireland. Almost nobody's happy about it except for the hard right. The ERG are happy about it because they're, you know, sucking it to the man. They're just still fighting no. the same culture wars that they should really get over and move on because the price of living crisis is just going through the roof. Like, it's bigger fish to fry, mm. lads. But, yeah. Mm. I wonder if the flag... We'll be reviewing the flag before Scotland leaves and <laughs> what will that know. mean? Take the blue out of the jack. You're not allowed to say jack anymore. It's Union Jack's no good. That's slightly racist now, apparently. You've got to say Union flag. I have heard that term being used a bit more. I didn't realise Jack was bad. Okay. I didn't know. I don't know why it is, but apparently you're not supposed to say it. Because there's these terms that suddenly, like, we probably used to say all the time, and suddenly you think, oh, and, and yeah. it's like, I don't want to be seen to be. Yeah, Larry David's, like, fine with being called a Jew. What, I'm a Jew? What are you? I'm... He's, like, about 80. So you should you should say a Jewish person, right? Yeah, if they're Jewish. Yeah. Or now. Jewish. Also, like, you can't say, obviously, you're not allowed to say coloured person anymore, but you say person of colour or woman of colour. But what's really strange is that in South Africa, they coloured is actually a term for someone who is part European and part African. Right. They call that coloured, and that's actually the term. They say, so they have black, white, and coloured, and they actually, right, that's right. actually a term, terminology, which oh, sounds right. really and sort of PC to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's... It, um, is, a, 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 it is a bit of a, 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 well, delicate delicate zone, isn't it? And as we get older, you just miss the terminology. You just miss one round of it. Well, you're in, you're it's funny person. how you, you, you sort of um, unintentionally become slightly archaic. Yeah. You just... It's just like with an Apple phone, you just miss one or two updates. Like the thing doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Suddenly you can't buy your crypto. Exactly. You've accidentally yeah. bought a shitload of our Antarctic flags. Just <laughs> off the pace. Well, should we say goodbye then? Say goodbye then. Have a lovely, lovely uh, day. Well, I'll have a lovely night and you have a lovely day. A lovely night, and, yeah, um, of course. It's a heat we'll wave see you. It's, it's absolutely scorchio. It's... Uh, it's a bit global warming-y here. It's, it's incredibly hot for the time of year. Well, enjoy the Welsh heat. I will. <laughs> Thank you, mate. All right, we'll have a lovely time, lovely week, and I'll catch up with you soon. See you soon, man. Cheers, dude. Ciao. Bye. So, Paddington, um, lovely sandwiches, yes. Mm. Yes. So, um, it's been getting dark at six o'clock, hasn't it?